Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. I'm back with another episode for today. We'll be doing week 14 predictions. Last week, week 13, was one of the most entertaining weeks of the last couple uh, weeks. A little bit more predictable uh, in, in terms of not really that many upsets happened last week. Well, there was definitely a handful. You know, the Lions defeating the Vikings. That's definitely one of them. Uh, I guess the Washington football team defeating the Raiders was kind of an upset. Uh, oh, Seattle definitely defeating San Francisco was another upset. Um, but other than that, I think every other game was kind of predictable by uh, by which teams were going to win. But week 14, you never know, man. Each week is different. These teams can either just play their best one week and then the very next week they just play horrible so here we are week 14 predictions to start off with tonight's game between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Minnesota Vikings so these are the only two teams that couldn't defeat the Detroit Lions the Steelers had a tie with the Lions back in early November um, on the 14th of November to be exact yeah they had a 16-16 draw Against the uh, against Detroit in Pittsburgh that day, and of course the Vikings losing to the Lions last week by a game winner, by a game winner, by a buzzer beater. Uh, final throw, final play of the game. The Lions get the win, the touchdown, and celebrate their first win of the season and their first win in over a year, in almost exactly a year since they won their last regular season game last season in Week 13. So they got one win Week 13 last year, and now here they are entering Week 14 with one nine. Uh, wait, one I, I believe one ten and one record. I believe that's their current state. Yeah, one ten and one. One win, ten L's. One tie, and they're still, yes, they're still in this playoff hunt. But obviously, they need to win the next, the remaining schedule because, of course, if they lose one more game, it's, uh, it's a wrap. But anyways, let's get to the Steelers Vikings game. So that's gonna be, in uh, around half an hour from now. Um, these two teams have been pretty iffy uh really confusing teams. Um, both teams are not really strong. Playoff contenders, I definitely do think maybe one of these teams will most likely make the postseason. But will they probably survive in the wild card round? Will they get to the divisional game? Most likely not. And between the Vikings, they they are a really good team, honestly. They do fight, and they their offense is really, really good. And I do think that their offense holds a lot of accountability but when that defense doesn't perform, then it's a different story. And they have so many close games, so many chances they could have won. I mean, easily with the 5-7 and seven record they have now, could have been at least 8-9 wins. I mean, once again, you know, losing to, to the Cardinals, that could have easily been a win if they just made a field goal. Could have been 30. Yes, they could have been the one team to defeat the best team in the NFL, the Cardinals, back all the way in week two and lost the Lions in week 13. Yes, that could have probably been the Vikings. Uh, and there's other games that they pretty much choked. 
couldn't get the W against the Cowboys on Halloween. I believe that was another one. Against the Browns, had to keep it close. But that was an L there. And against the Vikings as well. Uh, against the Bengals. This was the first game of the season for them. So, yeah, the Vikings had so many opportunities to get more than five Ws. You know, probably they would have had the reverse. They honestly would have had probably the reverse uh, record. They could have been seven and five. Who who fucking knows? But that's not the case. They're five and seven. They're going to be playing in Minnesota tonight. Home game for Minneapolis. So, look. I have the Vikings winning this game just because I think the offense is still really good. And Kirk Cousins, even though he overall in his in his career hasn't been a bad quarterback, but he's always been in the middle tiers in, in, in all the QBs, all the starting QBs in the NFL. But this season, I think he's been a little bit better. I mean, I think he's top 10 or top 5 in passing yards this season. He has what? Only three interceptions. I don't think people talk about that that much. He only has like three picks with like 22, 23 touchdowns. So honestly, uh, it's it's not looking bad for the Vikings offensively. But the record does say otherwise. It's not over yet. But I think I have the Vikings winning this one. Pittsburgh, they're just way too inconsistent. And I don't know if Pittsburgh will really you know, survive. I mean, they've been surviving in this division. They're still definitely alive in the division. They could definitely, I mean, surpass the Bengals and the Ravens in the AFC North. But for now, I'm going to go with the Vikings to win tonight on Thursday Night Football, which will be one of the last Thursday Night Footballs of the season because I believe there's maybe like, what, two more games after that? And then there will be a couple Saturday Night games, I believe, starting next week, week 15. So... Now let's get into the Sunday games. We have first the New York Jets taking on the New Orleans Saints. So the Saints taking on the Jets in New Jersey. Uh, the 3-9 and nine Jets and the Saints 5-7. and seven. The Jets last week mm, took an L. Take an L. Took an L. Against the Eagles 33-18. While the Saints 5-7 and seven record, they took and L against the Cowboys. So the Saints have been struggling massively. They have, again, lost five straight games. And they have not lost five straight games since the 2000s. Yes, ever since Drew Brees was there and even before Drew Brees was there. They have not lost five straight games until this season. And will it be six? Probably not because they go up against the Jets. And come on, the Jets are a joke. But the Jets last week, even though they lost to the Eagles pretty much because they're the Jets, their defense actually hasn't been horrible majority of the time. I mean, there's definitely been games like, for example, like against like the Colts and the Patriots and the game against the Bills where their defense was garbage. But pretty much every other game, I think the defense was actually performing pretty well. Well, I mean, allowing 33 points is definitely not impressive but you know the Eagles do have a very good run game so and Miles Sanders is definitely one of the most underrated running backs in the league so honestly I can't blame them for really not stopping the run as well for the for, from the Eagles but again the Jets they just their offense is not good sloppy Zach uh Zach Wilson didn't have a bad performance I mean he what did he have two touchdowns and interception he didn't have a bad performance he had 
more than 200 passing yards. So he had a pretty good game. But for this game, I definitely got to go with the Saints. I mean, the Saints, even though they have been massively struggling and just not the team that they was anymore, they definitely got to pick up a win against the Jets. I mean, come on, it's the Jets. So New Orleans, y'all know what you got to do. And then the Jets, next week, they go up against the Dolphins after the Dolphins have a bye week this week. So, yeah, the, the Jets' uh, remaining schedule, they probably only have one easy game, and that's against the Jaguars the day after Christmas. And then the Saints, after the game against the Jets, they got to go up against the Bucks, And then the Dolphins, then they end the season off with the Saints. Well, before that, on January 2nd, they play against the Panthers, too. So, five more games for the Saints. The Saints definitely have a chance to make that postseason run still possible, but at the moment it's not looking too good. But still, I have the Saints winning this one. Next game, we got the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Carolina Panthers, both teams 5-7. and seven. The Falcons last week coming off of an L against the Buccaneers, and the Panthers also coming off of an L not last week, but two weeks ago because they had a bye week last week against the Dolphins and well of course last week by week didn't play they look like they're gonna be definitely prepared for this one against the Falcons uh, again the Panthers haven't been that impressive Cam Newton came back had a great game against Carolina well he didn't have a great game because he only played like maybe a handful of snaps but still the Panthers overall played great um, against the Cardinals in that game but obviously Kyler Murray DeAndre Hopkins and most of the offense was still injured in that game, so so that wasn't really it. And then Washington torched them pretty much offensively, and then they got blown out by the Dolphins, and Cam had a bad performance. But the Panthers had a bye week. Hopefully they got the resurgence. they kind of figuring things out a little bit to win out these next five games. But it's going to be tough because they after they go up against the Falcons, they got the Bills, then the Bucks twice. And then they got the Saints. So, yeah, they have four divisional games to take care of and then one non-divisional game, which is the game against the Bills. So, yeah, uh, the Falcons, or I mean, the Panthers do have it a little bit difficult. However, the Falcons, a little bit less complicated for them. I mean, they got to go up against the 49ers, the Lions, the Bills, and then the Saints right after. I guess the Lions should be an easy win and Honestly, maybe even against the Saints, it won't even be that surprising if I see the Saints losing that one against the Falcons to end the season. But for this game, the Falcons have been up and down offensively. They look good. And in these last couple weeks, their offense has been looking terrible. And then for the Panthers, defensively, you really can't trust them that well. They're very inconsistent. Offensively, the same way. But... When they do have Christian McCaffrey, they're a completely different team. It just sucks that McCaffrey is now out for the season, and he's not going to be playing, for the obviously, for the rain of the season. So, yeah, the Panthers may be definitely screwed with the run game. I do believe that this team is just not as good as what we promised to be in the beginning of the year. I kind of expected a little bit more from them. They're definitely one of the most disappointing teams. I did not expect them to be a top-tier team in the NFL, but at least having a winning record almost at this point or almost towards the end of the year and barely make the playoffs. You know, you can kind of expect it, but they're 5-7. and seven. I don't know what to really expect for the Panthers. But whatever, I have them winning this one against the Falcons. Next game, we got the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Houston Texans. The Texans 2-10. and 10. 
and the Seahawks four and eight. The Seahawks coming off of a actual W against the 49ers and the Texans coming off of an L, brutal L, against the Colts, 31 zits. So the Seahawks coming off of a W, the Texans coming off of an L. Texans have been one of the worst teams in the NFL. I, I say this literally every week. Um, the Seahawks have been very disappointing this year. Russell Wilson has not had a good year. That offense, surprisingly, is not that good. Defensively, actually, is kind of good most of the time. I think this year, defensively, they've stepped up, especially since from last year. Huge step up, but then again, the weaknesses they had this year were not the weaknesses they had last year, and vice versa. So, there's no consistency for Seattle, but they did have a good offensive night last week against the 49ers. Their defense just really couldn't stop them at all, um, despite George Kittle having a great game. Jimmy G, I don't know, very inconsistent. Just not a starting caliber QB for me. And Trey Lance, they're not giving anything for Trey Lance. I mean, I know Trey Lance is not expected to be a superstar right off the rip, but they're barely giving him any snaps. He's he's legit. Maybe had like how many snaps this season? I can't. I could. It's it's definitely a handful. It's definitely a handful. It's not even. It's not even crazy. I think. Really, just how they've been able to. I don't want to say waste, uh, Trey Lance's rookie year, because I understand, but. They're just too inconsistent, and I guess they got to try things out. They got to try things out. If, if it doesn't work, then that's okay. We can go back to Jimmy G. You know, we he has more experience. He can definitely take a couple wins. I mean, he took them to the damn Super Bowl, but obviously it was really that defense that kind of carried him. But still, you know, you're going to have at least a decent quarterback to even make the Super Bowl, despite if your defense is, like, fucking incredible. So... It is what it is, right? This isn't the C the 49ers uh, you know, that we saw two years ago in the Super Bowl. This is a completely different team, even though most of the players are still there from the roster. But next week they go up against the Bengals, or this week, excuse me, they go up against the Bengals. So yeah. Gonna be pretty tough. The Seahawks. Next week they go up against the Rams. The following week they go up against the Bears, Lions, and then the Cardinals. So yeah, the Seahawks could definitely win majority of the games remaining, maybe except not against the Rams and against the Cardinals, but definitely against the Texans, Bears, and Lions, huge possibility. And who knows, maybe the, the Seahawks could upset the Rams or the Cardinals. You never know. They could honestly do that. It's just right now, I don't think the Seahawks are playoff contenders, nor do I even think they're going to make the postseason, unfortunately. I'm a big... I'm not a huge uh, Seahawks fan, but I do like the Seahawks. They were definitely one of the first teams I used to watch when I first got into football. And it just sucks that this is probably the first year that I watched the playoffs and the Seahawks are not going to be in it. So that's going to sting a little bit. It's like seeing LeBron not perform in the postseason, which was, you know, in 2019. It just felt weird. Like you just expect it to be there every year, but then that one year you're not just feels weird so it's going to be weird to not see the Seahawks in the postseason but it's not over yet we still have you know a couple more weeks left we still have pretty much this month left um remaining but I have the Seahawks winning this one next game we got the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Cleveland Browns the Ravens coming off of an L to the Steelers 20 to 19 and the Browns 6 and 6 coming off 
of a bye week. And of course, uh, the previous game they had that they actually t- lost to the Ravens. So next game, will they lose to the Ravens again? We'll have to wait and see. Uh, I do think now they're going to be playing in Cleveland. The Ravens are on the road. Ravens are just one of the weirdest. They're one of the best, worst teams in the league. Their offense is super underrated at times. And then super trash others, other times. And the run game, very productive. QB who can run, obviously the best running QB they have in the league. But is it really enough for this offense to really take them to victories and keep going with the – and at least for the remainder of the year, I think it could happen. But once they get into the postseason, it's going to be a problem for them. And, I mean, maybe it's going to be a problem for them when they go up against the Packers and the Rams in a couple weeks from now and even the Bengals. So you never know. Now, I do think the Ravens are still probably going to win the next four – or maybe the next three to four games left on their schedule. Uh, but it's still kind of tough to say. I think the Ravens are still in a weird spot. They're, of course, still number one in the AFC North, so they still have uh, prize possession for the division at the moment. But the Browns, the Steelers, and even the Bengals can even take their spot at any given point. They just got to keep winning out. But who do I think is going to win this game? I got to give it to Cleveland. Uh, I mean, not Cleveland, Baltimore. I'm just going to give Baltimore the edge just because, yes, they can be very inconsistent. But, I mean, Lamar is still a superstar. I do believe in him the majority of time. I do think he's good enough to still, you know, lead a team to the postseason. And, well, I mean, this isn't a postseason game. But I do think Lamar will probably have one of his best games this season against the Cleveland Browns. I mean... Look what happened last year. He had one of his best games of his career uh, against the Cleveland Browns. And I think that might happen this year again. And that was in Cleveland last year. So it could happen. It could. But we'll have to wait and see. But I have the Browns winning this one. Next game, we got the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. So the Chiefs are 8-4 and four and the Raiders are 6-6. Six and six. The Raiders coming off of a disappointing loss to the Washington football team last week. And the Chiefs coming off of a victory against the Broncos 22-9. So yeah, the Raiders red hot to start the season. And as you expected, they kind of choked that away. And now they're on a massive cold streak. They have been losing many games. Many games. They have been pretty much terrible in the month of November. They keep losing games. They don't look like they might make the postseason. But they're six six they're six and six. There's still a possibility. The Chiefs, they've been looking a lot better. We know that the first half of the season was pretty damn fucking tough and sluggish for the Chiefs. But last couple weeks, and not a little last I'll say last month, pretty much since the beginning of November, they have stepped up, they've played a lot better, and they haven't lost. Since that blown out game against the Titans, which was all the way before I even turned 18, which was on the 24th of October. So, since I was 18 years old, they're undefeated technically. So, yeah. and But the problem is, is that Mahomes is still not playing like Mahomes 
Maybe he's playing like 70% of it. Like 60-70% of, of true Mahomes, what we saw in 2018 or even last year in 2020. You know. And he did have to deal with some uh, toe injuries and stuff like that. But it wasn't really that much, uh, you know, an injury-riddled season. It's just his inconsistent season. And the interception ratio was pretty bad. I mean, he has 12 picks. And even though most of those picks have been pretty much... You can blame mostly the receiver for causing the interception. You know, the QB has to take a little bit of blame for it. I mean, maybe just didn't throw an accurate pass for it. Maybe put the put the ball in a position where the cat the receiver could have catch it very well. I don't know. You know, there's so many different possibilities. You can blame it on the receiver, QB, whoever. But still 12 picks. Uh, he has like, what, 22, 23 touchdowns, I believe, at the moment. Actually, no, I think he has more than that. Um, yeah. But the offense is still not great. The offense hasn't been producing high level pretty much since that Raiders game where they actually had a really good game. And Mahomes definitely had the game of the season for him having, what, I think five touchdowns, five passing, passing touchdowns, zero interceptions. That was definitely the best performance they had. But remember, they go up against the Raiders this time in Arrowhead or in Gefta Stadium, however you say it. So will Mahomes ball out in KC after he balled out in Vegas? Probably. We'll have to wait and see. I have Kansas City winning this one, though. Next game, we got the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Washington football team. The Cowboys 8-4, while the Washington football team are 6-6. Six six. The Cowboys coming off of a W against the Saints on Thursday. Last Thursday, of course. And the Washington football team... Coming off of another W against the Raiders. Back-to-back -back wins with the same score. 17-15 beating the Raiders and the Seahawks. But may I say the Washington Reds, the Redskins. Oh, excuse me. My bad. That doesn't exist anymore. The Washington football team. Four-game winning streak at the moment. Yeah, they were pretty bad in the beginning of the year. Pretty bad. Offense. Defense, holy shit, was bad. And even though without Chase Young, unfortunately out for the season, injury-riddled season for him, the defense actually has gotten better without Chase Young? Question mark. Yes, it, it has. It definitely has. And the offense has, well, it's been okay. But the defense has been taking care of business. Enough for the offense and Taylor Heineke to score enough to, you know, outscore their opponents. But they do go up against the Cowboys this week, and they have one of the best offenses in the league. So they definitely got to be careful. Dallas, yeah, they're a dangerous team. They're winning the division, in my opinion. Washington, I had them winning the division. But if they didn't have that bad start to the beginning of the season, honestly, Washington is probably the best team in that division. But... Cowboys have stayed more consistent this year. And the Cowboys, honestly, I think they might legit be a threat in the playoffs. I think they might make it like... I'm not going to say Super Bowl. I'm definitely not going to say Super Bowl because I, I just don't want to see that. But I definitely could say division around possibility for the Cowboys to make it that far. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. NFC Championship game? I mean, I would not think the Cowboys are... One of the uh, worthy this season to make it to that uh, to make it to that game, but you never know, man. They definitely have been a very good team, and Dak Prescott has had a pretty 
pretty MVP-like season. So, got to give him the edge there. Uh, I do have the Cowboys, though, winning this one. So, yeah, I have the Cowboys taking the W against Washington in Washington. Next game, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Tennessee Titans. So the Titans 8-4 and four, and the Jaguars 2-10. and 10. The Titans coming off of a bye week after getting destroyed by the Patriots back all the way on the 28th of November. Now they are in Tennessee facing against one of the worst teams in the NFL, the Jacksonville Jaguars who, of course, lost last week to the Rams. Got blown out 37-7, to to be exact. Yeah, the Titans, one of the best teams in the league, one of the best teams in the, NFC, in the AFC, and one of the worst teams in the AFC, obviously the Jaguars. Definitely look like they can probably get that number one uh, draft pick. Number two draft pick. Definitely top three somewhere around there for the draft order next year while the Titans are here focusing to get a top seed in the AFC will they overtake the Patriots the Chiefs we'll have to wait and see but the Titans come on this is an easy win like come on I, I like I know y'all are fooled with it fueled with injuries the run game the receiving the offense is just fully fucking injured and even a lot of key players on off on defense but come on Y'all could still beat the Jaguars with the with an unhealthy ass team. Come on, and Ryan Tannehill hasn't had a great year, but still, it's the Jaguars. Come on, that's not an excuse. Come on. So I have Tennessee obviously winning this one. Next game, we got the Detroit Lions finally with a W, taking on against a Denver. Broncos, so the Broncos 6-6, six and six, and the Lions 1-10-1. Feels great to say that they have a victory. The Lions, obviously, last week coming off of a win against the Vikings, 29-27. Amazing. Still mind-blowing. While the Broncos, unfortunately, they took an L against the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. While the Broncos, who are just a very inconsistent team, at least offensively they're pretty weak they really just don't have a lot of good uh, they don't really have a lot of good young talented players uh i'm not gonna say that because that's that's not true but compared to other offenses in the league the broncos just don't stand out i mean teddy bridgewater is up and down i mean again the lions aren't any anything better but the Broncos defense, yeah, serious unit. And I don't think the Lions are going to be able to stop. Uh, or I don't think the Lions are going to be able to put pressure on that defense against the Broncos. So, yeah, I think the Broncos defense might clap up the Lions. So I'm going to have to give Denver the edge here. Yes, I'm sorry, Lions fans. I hope you all enjoyed this one win that you all had last week. And you're probably going to get two wins this, this season. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But, uh, yeah, I mean, come on. People making memes about your playoff chances. It's still very possible. Don't get me wrong. And if y'all win today, I mean, on this week, it definitely remains alive. But let's be honest. Come on. Let's, uh, let's come on. Let's just wrap this up. 
Denver, y'all have to take this one. So I have Denver taking. Um, I have the Broncos defeating the Lions. Why did I just? I just stopped there right there. I just, I just blanked for no reason. Anyways, next game we have the New York Giants taking on against the Los Angeles Chargers. So the Chargers are now seven and five, while the Giants are four and eight. The Giants last week losing to the Miami Dolphins. 20 to 9. Yeah, that offense uh wasn't doing anything great. Especially without Daniel Jones. They just couldn't do nothing. They just were all over. All over the place. And now the Chargers 7 and 5. They got a big W. Probably the biggest W they needed to get as of recently. Um against the Bengals. Pretty much annihilating them. 41 to 22. They needed a win like that because the Chargers have been looking pretty up and down. Now with that win, it kind of puts them in a little bit of a higher percentage of making the postseason. And their remaining schedule isn't the hardest. I mean, they got the Giants this week, so that should definitely be a W. So obviously, I'm just going to give the Chargers there the win there. Then they got the Chiefs on Thursday Night Football next week. So that's definitely going to be a challenging game. But you know, I definitely think the Chargers can definitely... Put on a fight against Kansas City. The Texans, come on. You should beat them. The Broncos should be a challenge. And the Raiders, honestly, I think the Chargers are better than the Raiders. So you should take them over there. So yeah, the Chargers definitely have a chance to make the postseason. But one game closer of them of that happening, they got to beat the Giants. So I have the Chargers defeating the Giants this week. Next, we got the San Francisco 49ers taking on... The Cincinnati Bengals, so the Bengals coming off of a loss against the Chargers last week, 41-22. to And the 49ers, 6-6, six six, they came off of another L <clears throat> to the Seattle Seahawks. So, yeah, both of these teams both coming off of an L last week. This is probably going to be one of the most interesting games of the, of the week. I mean... Either of these teams definitely have a good chance of winning this one. I mean, the Bengals, offensively this year, they've actually been looking pretty damn good. And they've really surprised me. But I'm going to be honest with you, really against the 49ers, even though they have been pretty inconsistent, I don't know. I feel like an upset's going to happen here. I'm just sensing the 49ers are probably going to have a good game offensively. And they're going to probably torch that Bengals defense. Even though that Bengals offense is still not that bad, honestly. So I really do think the 49ers, I'm going to say the Bengals this season have been the better team. But in this case, I'm going to have the 49ers winning this one just because I think that offense and that run game is going to be very productive. Yes, Debo Samuel expected to probably miss this game. But we could potentially still have, you know, offensive matchup. And compared to Cincinnati, definitely both teams have been impressive this year. But they're just not as uh, consistent. But I think the 49ers are going to take the edge here. This is probably going to be maybe the upset of the week, I guess. Not really too much of an upset for me. But I'm going to say the 49ers will defeat the Cincinnati Bengals this week. Next game, we got the Buffalo Bills taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, the Bills last week coming off 
of a massive, massive, massive disappointing game on Monday Night Football against the Patriots, 14-10. Yeah, what an L. And the Buccaneers, 9-3, coming off of a victory against the Falcons. So the Bills, last week, facing against the Patriots, the Patriots were so good offensively. Oh, my goodness, 10 points. Oh, and by the way, uh, Daniel Jones had a fantastic game. Let me read off the stat line real quick. So Daniel Jones went two for three and 19 yards. Oh, no, I'm being I'm being dead serious. That's that's literally that's literally his stat sheet. Two for three. So two completions out of three attempts, three passing attempts. 19 total yards. Out of three attempts. Zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. Goaded. Goaded stat line. But in all seriousness, obviously the Patriots were just running the damn football every single fucking play, and the Bills still couldn't stop them. How is that possible? It's 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 easily the most... Per- the coach had had probably the easiest thing to do in his entire career his entire life of coaching because he can already sense what they're going to do next. They're just going to run the football, run the football, run the football. So why are y'all not covering the damn football? I don't understand. Well, it hasn't been horrible because to be honest, if they were really getting dominated from the stretch and from that run defense, 14 points would have kind of been a little too little for the Patriots. But still, I mean, the bad weather, I mean, not the, I mean, it was heavily snowing. Uh, Damian Harris had a touchdown, 111 yards, 78 yards for Stevenson. Bolden had 28 yards. Yeah, I mean, come on, that, that, (laughs) that freaking rushing game was on point for the Patriots. But let's be honest, that Bills team is just not as good as we thought, man. It's not as good as we thought. I think the Bills now... People have been saying that they're the big, they've been the biggest threat to the Chiefs and in the the second best team in the AFC. At least this season, that's definitely not the case. I think the Bills just have too many issues on that defense, especially on the run. It's it's just so inconsistent. And 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 even though the offense is great, there have been bad outings for that offense. I mean, again, prime example: the game against the Jaguars. Hello. The game against the Colts, my God. Bad games offensively. But that's really not the biggest problem for the Bills. It's really just that that defense. Even though the defense was probably one of the best reasons why they even make it to the AFC Championship last year. So, yeah, man. How, how a weakness can be a struggle. And then that weakness turns into the strength. And then vice versa. Every year it changes It quite often. It makes no sense sometimes. But... I guess the Buccaneers, who, again, their defense is not as good as it was last year, but still very, very good. And uh, the offense is still great. No surprise there. Tom Brady still playing like an MVP. Still doing the damn impossible. Throwing fucking almost damn near 40 40 passing touchdowns this year. Aiming for that at this point. I don't understand. And they have a chance to clinch a playoff berth next week. Or this week, if they beat Buffalo. So, yeah. Tom Brady... Tampa Bay, I got to give Tampa Bay the edge here. Yes. And now for Sunday Night Football, 
we got the Chicago Bears taking on the Green Bay Packers. So the Bears 4-8, and eight, while the Packers are 9-3. and three. So the Packers 9-3, and three, while the Bears are 4-8. and eight. So the 4-8 and eight Bears, they took an L last week against the Cardinals, 33-22. They actually didn't have a bad game against the Cardinals. They actually had a pretty close game, but... They didn't really work out against the Cardinals because that offense is amazing. And the Packers, last week, they had a bye week, so they did not get to play. Um, but now, after coming off of a victory in the last game against the Rams, defeating them 36-28, they stay in Lambeau to play against Chicago on most likely a very cold, uh, probably snow, snowy day on, uh, on Sunday in Lambeau Field in Green Bay. Yeah, this, this atmosphere right now for the Packers is looking electric because they look like they're going to get their 10th win of the season and get closer to clinching a playoff berth. Packers, once again, have been one of the best teams in the NFL this year. Aaron Rodgers, once again, looking like an MVP candidate. And that offense is just clicking on all cylinders. The defense has improved even better as well, even though they do have still a lot of injury world players. The Bears... Yeah, both sides of the football, they're just bad. So, I have the Packers easily winning this one against Chicago. And then finally, Monday Night Football. I'm expecting this one to be a good game because that Patriots-Bills game, I, I really thought. But maybe it was the weather that really changed the perspective of it. But anyways, Rams-Cardinals, that's the game. Monday Night Football next week. The Rams, 8-4, and four, and the Cardinals, 10-2. and two. The Rams... Coming off of a victory against the Jaguars, beating them 37-7. Big W for the Rams after coming off of a three-game losing streak, which they lost to the Titans, 49ers, and the Packers. And while the Cardinals, they have 10 wins, they are 10-2, and two, and they've been on a hot streak. Now, they've only, they, I mean, they've only uh, out of the last five games, they've won three. I mean, they lost to the Packers on my birthday. They lost to the Panthers two weeks after that one. But, really, does that even matter? Because the Cardinals have won every other game besides those two that I just mentioned. So, yeah, Cardinals have been amazing this year. And well expected. It's probably going to be another great game for the Cardinals this, uh, this game against the Rams. This is the second matchup they go up against each other. The Cardinals defeated them the first time back in early October, which was what was the score again? 37 to 20. So it wasn't even a close game. Wow. But I do think do think this one might be a little bit closer. Uh or at least that's what I anticipate. I have the Cardinals. I mean, the Rams are a very good team, but this Cardinals team is serious, man. I'm telling you, man, I if I don't see them at least in the NFC Championship game this year, it's going to be very disappointing, man. And even though I did not even have them making the damn postseason in my week one predictions, things change very quickly and how I'm just going off on the Cardinals this year. They got to be in a, they got to be in the NFC Championship game. There's got to be 2015 all over again, except in 2015 they lost to the Panthers and they're probably not going to lose to the Panthers, but yeah, I got to give the Cardinals here the edge. I got them beating the LA Rams. So let me just go over my uh, my picks once 
once again. So I got the Vikings defeating the Steelers. I got the Ravens defeating the Browns. I got the Titans defeating the Jaguars. I got the Chiefs defeating the Raiders. I got the Saints defeating the Jets. I got the Cowboys defeating the Washington football team. I got the Panthers defeating the Falcons. I got the Seahawks defeating the Texans. The Broncos defeating the Lions. The Chargers defeating the Giants. The 49ers upsetting the Bengals. The Buccaneers defeating the Bills. The Packers defeating the Bears. And then the Cardinals defeating the Rams. So those are my Week 14 predictions. Let me let me uh, know what y'all think. Uh, agree, disagree. And uh, let's move on to the NBA scores um, from Monday, yesterday, and Tuesday. So on Monday, let's go all the way back on Monday. The Thunder defeat the Pistons 114-103. The Pacers defeat the Wizards 116-110. The Grizzlies defeat the Heat 105-90. The Sixers defeat the Hornets 127-124. The Bulls defeat the Nuggets 109-97. The Hawks defeat the Timberwolves 121-110. The Suns defeat the Spurs 108-104. The Bucks defeat the Cavs 112-104. The Clippers defeat the Blazers 102-90. The Magic defeat the No, the Magic lose to the Warriors 126-95. Tuesday we only had three games, but the Nets defeat the Mavericks 102-99. The Knicks defeat the Spurs 129-101. And then the Celtics, they lose to the Lakers 117-102. And then yesterday we had the Wizards defeating the Pistons 119 to 116, the Sixers defeating the Hornets 110 to 106, the Cavaliers defeating the Bulls 115 to 92, the Pacers defeating the Knicks 122 to 102, the Heat defeating the Bucks 113 to 104, the Thunder defeating the Raptors 110 to 109, the Grizzlies defeating the Mavericks or no, vice versa, the Mavericks defeating the Grizzlies 104-96. The Jazz defeating the Timberwolves 136-104. The Rockets defeating the Nets 114-104. Yeah, I also heard that the Rockets, uh, they're the first team in NBA history. They, uh, they after losing 15 straight games to then having a seven-game winning streak. Very odd, uh, very odd season they've been having so far. But anyways, the Nuggets, they beat the Pelicans 120-114. The Kings defeat the Magic 142 to 130. The Warriors defeat the Blazers 104-94. And Steph Curry is only 10 three-pointers away to tie Ray Allen for most three-pointers in NBA history. So I think in within one or two more games, Steph Curry is gonna break that record. And he's officially, even though pretty much to most people he already is the greatest shooter of all time. But at least with that. Record being broken anytime soon, whether that's the game against the, let me see the Warriors schedule, whether it's going to be against the Sixers on Saturday or the Pacers on Monday or even the Knicks on Tuesday, one of those three games, history will be made and Steph Curry will officially be the greatest shooter of all time. Can't believe it, man. Just, just, just a god he is at shooting the basketball. And then finally, the Clippers, they defeat, or, I mean, the Wizards. Wizard, what the hell am I talking about? The Blazers, they lose to the Warriors 104 to 94. And then the Clippers defeat the Celtics 114 to 111. And so today's only three games for Thursday. So we have the Jazz Sixers. So the Jazz are currently up 69 to 63 in the third quarter. Then we got the Lakers Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are down by seven. 
to the Lakers in the first quarter, almost at the end of the first quarter, and then later tonight at 8, or it should be starting anytime soon because it's already 8.30. Nuggets versus the Spurs, uh, so that's that will be later, to, later today, or literally in, in a little bit from now. And then tomorrow we have eight games, or then no, we have nine games tomorrow. The Knicks, Hornets, the Mavericks, Pacers, Knicks, Hawks, uh, or the Nets, Hawks, excuse me. The Knicks, Raptors, Pistons, Pelicans, Lakers, Thunder, Cavs, T-Wolves, Bucks, Rockets, and the Celtics, Suns. Ooh, Celtics, Suns. That should be fun to watch. Um, so, yeah, any, any more headlines to get here? Uh, nope, that's all the NBA news. Uh Nothing's been going on as of recently from anything else. I haven't really been watching basketball this week. I, I watched a little bit last week, but I haven't watched it that much this week, so I got to get back to that. But, yeah, now let's get into the music to end for today's episode. So tonight, if you haven't known already, tonight is going to be the free Larry Hoover benefit concert in L.A., um, with, of course, Kanye West headlining the show and Drake being the guest, the special guest, or I guess the second headliner for tonight's um, concert. And it's going to be streaming on Amazon Prime Video, which I was super glad because I legit thought I had to watch YouTube highlights of this shit because obviously I'm not in L.A. watching this shit live. But I'm glad this is going to be streamable and it will literally be on a platform. So, yeah. I mean, it will be on Twitch as well, but I don't know where Twitch is going to, I don't know what link or what channel they're going to use it on to stream it. But I guess if you just type Kanye Drake, you'll find it. But I'm just going to watch it on Amazon. I'll watch the Steelers Vikings game. And then after that ends, I'll definitely be watching that uh, that concert. Even though it's going to be at 11, I'll probably have to watch like an hour of it because, yeah, but the concert shouldn't be that long. I mean, maybe like an hour or two. Shit, you know what? If I have to stay up at 1 in the morning, I guess, just to watch two of my favorite artists perform on the same stage in L.A., come on, it's worth it, bro. These are two of my favorite artists of all time performing together. When does this happen? Especially one that I think this is going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, not in a while. So, yeah, that's going to be in about, what, two and a half hours from now? It's at 11. It's at 11 for me, Eastern Time. It's currently 8.37, so... We'll have to wait and see, but uh, I'm so excited about this concert. I'm definitely so excited about this concert. And then for the releases tonight, so we're getting that new Juice World Fighting Demons album. Album. Uh, I I've actually been enjoying the the, the other two singles, Wandering and uh, Wandering in L.A. or Wandered in L.A. with Justin Bieber and Already Dead. Already Dead was okay. I wasn't beyond. It wasn't crazy, but I did like Wandered in L.A. a lot. And I do expect a good album. I just hope that the label, you know, doesn't do what labels do and just promote and just put out dog shit music, unfinished shit, and just try to ruin uh, Juice's legacy. I don't think that's going to happen, but let's just hope that doesn't happen. A Boogie's also dropping an EP, I believe, before uh, before A Boogie versus Artist. Uh, Birdman Youngboy also dropping. A project, Hot Boy, Life of a Hot Boy is also going to be dropping as well. PMB Rock, damn, I haven't heard PMB Rock in a while. He's dropping an EP. Pierre and T T uh, TM88 are dropping a project. Rick Ross, richer than I've ever been, is dropping tonight. 
Uh, and then, of course, next week, Roddy Rich and probably Enelly Chapa. And then Corday, it's confirmed he's going to be dropping uh, from a bird's eye view, or from a bird's eye point of view or whatever. He's going to be dropping that next year in January. On January 14th, Friday, January 14th, 2022, he's going to be dropping his second studio album, his sophomore studio album. Super excited. So, yeah, I know when to expect Corday dropping, but it's going to be in literally a month from now. But let's enjoy Juice World tomorrow and then Roddy Rich next week. And then whoever drops, Cardi could drop, JID could drop. I mean, shit, who knows? NLE. Uh, Conway, I think, is also expected to drop. We'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see. But um, I think that's it for today's episode. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Tomorrow... I will be going back. You remember when I said uh, I was going to be doing a TikTok for uh, every day of the month of December? Well, that aged very poorly because I haven't done a TikTok since December 1st. I know it's been a week. Uh, I'm just horrible at keeping consistency. I mean, I've been doing pretty good with the podcast. If I don't do an episode on Wednesday, I do it on Thursday. And I've always done a podcast on a Monday. I've never failed on a Monday. Or actually, I think last week I did it on a Tuesday. Either way, I've been very consistent or consistent enough on the podcast. Whether I don't do it on a Monday, I do it on Tuesday. And if I do it on a Wednesday, I do it on Thursday. Every week. I haven't failed with the recap or the predictions. But with the TikTok shit, I got to be better. I got to be better. But from now on. Since I only have one more week of school left until winter break and no more school for the rest of the year, obviously 2021, your boy's going to have all the time in the world, or at least most of the time uh, in winter break, to, to be doing plenty of shit, plenty of TikTok. So, and I already have multiple ideas written down, so there's definitely a lot of content I'll be bringing. And of course, I have to start writing down content for you know the year-end year lists, the best Albums, best songs, worst albums, worst songs, best features, all that stuff. I'm still, I still got to work on that this weekend or even next weekend. But yeah, more, more stuff next year. And then I'll talk about the future goals of this podcast next year. All the goals I got to make up. I'll talk about that later. But for now, that's for today's episode. I'll see you guys. I'll see if I can do an episode on, uh, on Saturday. I, I think I can. If I can't, then I'll see you guys on Monday, as you know. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. Take care, and peace out, my friends.